Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. The road to 100 episodes keeps going on every week here. This is episode number 92 of the Guns and Radio podcast. And it's another special one this week because we got a good guest here on the show uh, hanging out with us this week. Dustin, introduce him for us. Well, ladies and gentlemen, our guest this week from YouTube's Rock and Roll True Stories and formerly of GNR Central, please welcome... The host and the creator of both of these great channels, Sid. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's I've done a lot of interviews lately. It's nice to talk about something that's not marketing for once. Oh man, <laughs> like just about music. Yeah, it's nice. I bet that is a pain in the ass. Like, because I couldn't imagine making a making money in a in a field where so much is given away for free. <laughs> yeah, it's um. It's crazy. I was talking to my wife about this the other day and she's like, she was telling somebody like, I started rock and roll true stories like a month before my daughter was born. Just because like, I felt like I'd done everything that there was to do with GNR Central because like, there's only so many stories you can tell. And I yeah. thought oh, I'll just do rock and roll true stories and like kind of forget about it. See, so do one video a month or something. And like, it kind of blew up after I started doing the Alice in Chains stuff. And I was like, yeah. oh, wow, there's like something here. So I never intended it to grow into what it has. It just was really a luck more than anything. Well, I mean, and there's a quality, too, to the videos. I mean, you do a good job of them, or else it would never have blown up that well. Yeah, thanks. Like, if you watch my early videos, they're terrible. I was watching some of my really early stuff because the editing was really bad, and I didn't have, like, a proper studio like I have now. And, um, yeah, you kind of see it evolve, and I'm really proud of where it's at now and the research we do. It's, like, it's a lot of time-intensive stuff, but it's worth it for the end product at the end, I think. Oh yeah. And even on the stuff that were like mistakes and cause I know what you're talking about because I've been watching the GNR central for a while. So I know what you mean. There is definitely a progression of quality that comes up, but even when it was like that, there was like, you could see mistakes and glitches and things happen every now yeah. and then the content therein was good enough that that didn't pump the brakes on the, the-, the experience of the, and that's what so, GNR probably taught me. GNR Central taught me more was that um, had I not done those like true story episodes, I probably wouldn't have started mm-hmm. rock and roll true stories because like I, I feel that people really enjoyed those like short documentaries that I'm like, oh, maybe I should just use that for just another channel. And uh, yeah, I took off. I thought rock and roll might be too generic because there's everybody likes different genres, whether it's metal or and, um, you know, classic rock or grunge or whatever it is. But um, yeah, the one thing I've heard from a lot of people is that even though they don't like certain bands, like we did one on live this past week, um, people are like, oh, I hate this band, but I still enjoyed the story because I didn't know their story. People still like the stories of the bands, even if they're not fans of their music. <laughs> now, when you're putting together one of these documentaries and yep. you've gathered the information on the subject, how do you cannot what's the word i'm looking for how do you what do you what is the process for putting that in a chronological order and creating a story that's that you then tell in your own words it's really difficult you know i don't really have a format necessarily for like each each story is different but i guess um what is one i'm working on right now um well i know one that i've got a ton of requests for is silver chair which I haven't, I wish my wife started writing. So like for this case, she did a lot of the front end research and then she sends me the script and 
Um, I try to find as many old articles. Like I'm a, to me, that gets me excited in my day. Like, you know, some people it's like driving a fast car for me. It's like, if I find like an old spin magazine article from like 1993 or 1994, <laughs> I get really excited or like LA times or New York times or from like back when they were popular, because those oh, kinds yeah. of articles have way more information than what you find on like the news sites today. Um, they just did more research and it's, it's, you get those little tidbits that you can't get reading like, um, the newer websites that post news today. So I try to start with there and, I, the first thing I'd really do is read the Wikipedia page to kind of get a sense of like, okay, this is kind of the narrative of their story. And then I kind of try to piece everything in between. And I read like tons of articles from back in the day. And then I kind of try to like roughly create a cohesive story. A lot of times it goes terribly wrong at the beginning. Like the live script took me forever to write. And then eventually kind of molds itself into a story. It's just like, you know, if I'm not creatively feeling inspired, then I'll just leave it. And like some stories just sit for six months. Like I've still got scripts that I just did one today about, um, uh, I guess I can say, uh, you know, dream that band dream theater. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike Portnoy, there was this crazy story in the early two thousands that <laughs> there was this impersonator going around New York city, pretending to be him. And he would hook up with all these gay men at like nightclubs and stuff. And then he would, and then he would rob them. So like, the, and then, you know, this kept happening again and again. And real people started to catch on. Okay. This guy's not Mike Portnoy. So they started emailing Mike Portnoy and sure enough, the police got involved and it's, it's a fascinating story. So I had written that like six months ago, but I just never got around to finishing it. But I finally did it today. Like, so it's coming up soon. So it's just like creatively, if I'm not feeling inspired, it's just like, if you're a musician, right, you don't, feel inspired you have to go on to something else but each script is kind of different but i i try to find as many old articles and read interviews watch interviews and try to piece together somewhat of a cohesive story to tell um especially now if you've seen our channel our our videos are much longer than they were like the live one was like 16 minutes um i've got ones towards the end of the year they're gonna be probably 25 to 40 minutes in length that i'm planning oh, on at least nice um nice. so yeah i mean uh, I also have a staff of editors who can do the shorter videos for me so I can focus my energy on like doing the long, long videos. It's always a good thing to have. <laughs> yeah. I never thought it would grow into something where I had like a staff of people to help me out, but I'm fortunate that they, they do. Cause I have a, I have a normal day job too. So it's, it's kind of crazy. Well, Hey, I mean, that just means if you're, if you're able to do that and you're able to have the staff, then what you're doing is obviously working. So a lot of people are enjoying what you're doing. So there's got to be a quality to that when it comes to YouTube. Let me ask you this, of rock and roll bands. So let's say, you know, some people, everybody's got a different upbringing and everything. So what if somebody came along and you had a fan of yours that never really paid attention to hair metal or classic rock, and you was going to show them a band? And don't just say Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to say Guns N' Roses. Um... Who would you show them first? Oh, um... Whose story would you tell them to captivate their imagination? Um, you know, I think a lot of people say the Beatles, but I mean, I'm I'm not like a hardcore Beatles. I'd probably say Led Zeppelin. Uh, I'd probably say Led Zeppelin. Probably that's probably where I'd start. Okay. Or the or the Stones, because you know, like all those hard rock bands that came in the '80s and um, '70s were, you know, hugely inspired by either Led Zeppelin or Rolling Stones. Of course, the Beatles, but. I think for me, it'd be Zeppelin or the Stones. But um, yeah, I think those two probably stick out. Okay. Those are the two bands. Some good choices. Have you ever seen the Stones? No. You know what's funny? We were 
uh, you know, with COVID, my entire memory of stuff is just like, it's the blur the last year. They were supposed to play in Eastern Canada and um, what were they supposed to play? I think it was 20, was it this past summer or the summer before? And it was like the only date that was closest to me and I wanted to go, but I think something came up. I don't know if it was COVID or something else, but the tickets were so outrageous for the Stones. Like if you want to go see them now. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I had the opportunity, I'd go see them like now once COVID's like over and stuff. But no, I never have. You guys seen the Stones? I have not. I almost bought tickets to see the Stones one time in uh, 2000. I think it was 2011, 2012. uh, I was in a position where I was making really good money in real life. I was making adult money, not really good money. I was making grown up money, but I was still a kid living at home. (laughs) And uh, so uh, I would go see a lot of concerts during that period of time in my life. And I got the Rolling Stones came real close to me and I got on and I was about to buy a nosebleed section seats to go see them. Uh, and when I got uh, when I got on there, the nosebleeders were like three hundred dollars. And I went, no way. Fuck that for nosebleeds. So I logged off, went home, pissed off. And I thought about that all afternoon. So the next morning I'm sitting at my desk at work and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. It's the stones. I'll pay the $300 and I'm yeah. going to see the concert. But I had already pissed off the gods of rock and roll with my actions the day before, because whenever I went to log in to buy the tickets, they sold out. Yeah. You know, I was, it was uh, the first time I saw guns and roses was like on the non this lifetime tour in 2017. And I got the nosebleeds and God, those were like maybe not 300 a piece, but I think they were like 225 a piece the nosebleeds oh yeah Yeah. but you know uh, uh, my buddy of mine kevin who's like one of those gnr collectors he went i think he went to every single night that the stones played in at the coliseum in 1989 where guns open he went to each one of those shows when he was a kid i don't know what the ticket prices were but that would have been a great show to see oh yeah that would have been great I'm, i'm gonna have that would go that'd be wild yeah i asked him at the time i said did you could you tell the band was falling apart and like you know, when Axel gave his Mr. Brownstone speech, he's like, no, you like, you had no idea. I guess he was a kid then. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let me ask you this. Uh, Caputo and I, we've been doing this internet thing for a little bit and luckily we haven't had many problems arise from certain people within our community whose yeah. names we refuse to mention on this show. Yep. Um, so I heard that you guys had been affected by that situation. Is that something you're interested in talking about? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I got a bunch of bogus copyright strikes on GNR Central. I think I got 15 of them and I won every single one of them. So, yeah, that's it was ridiculous. It was all covered under fair use. And yeah, that's basically all I have to say about that. But you guys are lucky you haven't had to deal with that stuff because, yeah, it's uh, it's irritating. I, even on Rock and Roll True Stories, I get some people who don't understand how fair use works. And yeah. uh, they they lose every single claim or photographers get in touch with me and they're like, you use three seconds. Use my photo for three seconds of a 16 minute long video. And it's like they don't understand fair use. You try to explain to them. They don't get it. So, yeah, I know I've got a copyright lawyer that I use and uh, that's been a big help for sure. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I, I I know I know what was going on, and to people outside of the deepest parts of this community, I guess uh, may not understand it, but uh, we're really glad to see you uh, kick ass on that. 
Yeah, and you know what? And and I'm fortunate, like, the channel's big enough now that I have people at YouTube who are there to help me out that I can, you know, call on um, if stuff like this arises. So that's the good thing about the channel and having, like, a a been blessed to have, like, a a good following. Like, it makes your life easier than if you're a small creator. I mean, we're still here after over 50,000 plays, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i know dude and you know what that's that, 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 that that's 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 wild to me that doesn't yeah. sound like a lot but this has yeah, been the most successful podcast yeah and we've been <laughs> almost 100 episodes we've hit i've been quick, on so. yeah <laughs> and when i and when i was telling some buddies of mine from the from the wrestling business back in the day what i was planning on doing next my number one thing. Now, who in the hell is going to listen to him talk about Guns N' Roses every damn week? <laughs> well, there's a, there seems like there's a podcast for everything nowadays, right? Pretty much. I know, man. There's, a, there's three for GNR now. There's three for GNR? Oh, wow. Yeah. You and Brando were first, and then <laughs> we came along, and then now there's um, Nothing Lasts Forever. Oh, is that the the one about like this? Don't they just talk about November Rain? The video. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised you could fill out a podcast doing that. That's pretty cool. How they've gone about it is hilarious because they're basically building the DC Comics universe with just the November Rain music video to go off of. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember one of the podcast episodes we did is we interviewed an extra from November Rain. Some guy got in touch <laughs> with me. He was an extra who was like in the. What was it the Orpheum Theater? They filmed like the the one uh, number of scenes in, and yeah, the problem was I don't think his memory was that good. Like he didn't remember a ton of stuff that was going on, but he somehow became an extra, which seemed pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how long they were in those uncomfortable ass suits because uh, I got a friend of mine that uh, made an appearance in a movie uh, in Halloween too. Yeah, uh, in the concert scene. And in his scene, he had to wear like a costume and shit. And they were there for like 14 hours like, listening to the same song over and over again. I wouldn't be surprised if they're there for a long amount of time because like I would love to get my hands on like all the uh, like cut footage that never made the final video. They probably got tons of it sitting in a vault somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got tons of shit sitting in a vault. Yeah, I don't know if we'll find it. That's the thing that's disappointing with their YouTube channel is that, you know, Metal excuse me, Metallica's, they've been putting stuff out. I don't know if lately they've been doing it, but they've been throwing up some, like, really old concerts um, on, a weekly on their basis, YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah, and, like, Guns could do the same thing, and I don't think they've even thrown up a Selects video in a while either, like, from the Anonymous Lifetime Tour. It's just kind of like, it's like whenever yeah. they feel like it. Yeah, the last one, I think, was around, like, November. It was, like, around, like, American Thanksgiving, I think, the last one they did. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like, that long? I, th- yeah. Yeah, I think so. It was, like, Kansas City, I think, was the, was that the last one? And yeah, they still have a couple songs they haven't played. But like, how many times have you guys seen them on the reunion tour? On the reunion, uh, twice. Yeah, twice as well. Was did you guys see them back in the day, like in like the nineties? No, I started with the Chai no. Dem era. Yeah, yeah. twenty two thousand six yeah. and twenty ten. Yeah, I saw them three times on the reunion tour, and I've seen the third time. Like, um, I mean, it was the first. The third time was cool because they played Dead Horse, which you know I hadn't seen them play before. And then they also had Shadow of Your Love, which I hadn't seen them play. But other than that, it was just like this recycled set list. I was, it was at the, we saw them at Caesars, um, the 14, was it the 400 seater or 1400 seater venue? It was kind of weird to see them in a intimate venue. They put on a good show, but it was like, 
the same songs as like previously. Oh yeah. Uh, That's my only bitch about not in this lifetime is that it feels like, how do I word this? When I, when, when it was, when it was the Chidem era, well, not even the first Chinese democracy era when I came in, it was the DJ Ashba era of right. Guns N' Roses. But that was the band I saw fucking 12 times. Oh, yeah. And and that, it, uh, to me, that show just felt like there was a bunch of guys having fun and playing music and shit. Yeah. And now it feels just like, oh, the first time was great. The, yeah, first but, time was incredible seeing them live. Yeah. Uh, but the second time felt exactly like the first. Like I, I saw the same show again. Yeah, the the first time I'd seen them, it was in uh, like it was when they came here to my city, and even like for hours after the show, I could still feel the adrenaline going through my body. Like I couldn't sleep because it was such a good show. It was like three hours, and that was the first time they played, um, uh, Wichita Wichita Lineman. That was like the first show they did that, which was kind of unusual for me to hear that from them, and then. Uh, they did the James <laughs> Brown cover. And then the second time I saw them was in LA on their home turf, which was really cool at the Staples center. Oh, um, yeah. So, I mean, that was a great show too, but yeah, I think they played like prostitute was different. And then there might've been one more song, but then the third time in Vegas, it was just like the same songs. I mean, it wasn't, and Axel didn't sound quite as good as he did the first two shows I saw him. Yeah. I did notice that deteriorate, man, when they first came back, Axel was on point. Yeah, like he, he was. was. He was the axle of yesteryear, and I don't know what happened this last time, but I mean, you got to give him a break at some point, physically, for what he's able to do, and just you know, be glad that he's able to be out there and still. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm hoping that they can. they've got those shows scheduled for the fall in Australia and New Zealand, so I'm I'm curious to see how the band's going to sound, and I hope they've written new material in the last year, but <laughs> yeah, Slash right. is kind of like. Oh. Yeah, Slash has been kind of evasive, or he's kind of like, oh, yeah, we've gotten together a couple of times to jam, and that's about it. To nap. To uh, nap, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To figure uh, out how to release music. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Rick Dunsford Jr. Don't interview problem him anymore, figuring out please. how to release music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I haven't been keeping up with the whole Sega. I just remember hearing that he got banned from some concert of theirs, and that was the last I remember hearing. Oh, you don't know about that. We get to tell you about something. How cool is that? Okay. Yeah, I haven't been paying that much attention to the message board <laughs> since. Like, I remember Rick showed up to some show, and I don't even know what place it was, and they, the security um, like threw him out. Was it Wichita? Might have been Wichita. It was one of those festivals, I think, maybe. Well, no, he got banned at Wichita. I think Wichita is where he got kicked out. Yeah, that's where the band came the, the, the lockers came out, and he says he didn't leak the lockers. And I kind of believe him. He says he didn't do it. I ain't got no reason to grill him or not trust him. Because, you know, one, I ain't got no goddamn skin in that game. I don't care if he did it or not. (laughs) At the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. But he did show me, and he has shown me emails and stuff to prove he's telling the truth on a lot of stuff. Uh, But he he sent, the reason Fernando found out about it is because he sent Fernando an email and told him what was going on. And then um, Fernando, when they leaked, Fernando, the only person Rick knew, or Fernando knew that had the songs in their possession was Rick because Rick was the one that contacted them to try to say, Hey, this locker is for sale. You better send some money to this guy and buy this fucking locker. <laughs> and yeah, so that that's, and then he went and bought the locker when Fernando didn't respond to him. And so, yeah, Fernando blamed him and they banned him. I don't think they'll be able to enforce that because how would you know? How are they going to know? You know, put a hat on. 
Yeah, I kind of wonder too. Like, remember when that um, in was it two thousand eight? They had one guy leaked a bunch of songs before Chinese Democracy came out. Squirrel. And, yeah, Squirrel. Yeah, and you remember like yeah. I thought you can't copyright stuff that hasn't been released. Like if unless you can, I think there was some didn't some <clears throat> judge say there was no proof it was ever going to come out. So how is it copyrighted to begin with? Yeah, I remember that. I think there's some loose like I'm not a lawyer, but I thought there was something like that that was made in that ruling. Uh if you're if you're if you if you're that interested, I'll tell you what happened. But yeah. I I will have to talk like not on the show. Yeah, that's fine. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh, the song. Yeah, it's going to hurt review. I'm sorry, man. Didn't mean to hold you up, but we're having such a good conversation. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, uh, before we get started here, we want to tell you about uh, we first off. We got a big thank you to issue. I think we said something last week. We want to say thank you for 50,000 total downloads on our show. Hell yeah, that's crazy. That is awesome. So you guys are getting a bonus show. We asked you to vote. By the time this recording comes out to the public, the time to vote will have passed. However, we do know at the time of this recording that you will be getting a bonus show soon. And we do know it's going to be an unreleased Guns N' Roses song that Ooh. we're going to review. I know, right? Getting some controversy going on. Spooky. Will we get pulled off the air by Team Brazil or not? <laughs> God, I hope not. Not this close. No, because we'll be using a cover, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be listening. Now, we won't be listening to the actual recording of the song for obvious reasons. However... One of our past guests, whose name I still have trouble with, yeah, Ian. I am. I am. All the way from Austria. Oh, yeah. That kid is, kid's got some talent. Uh, Canadian, Austria. Gotta love it. Yeah. So he's covered all of these songs. And so what we're actually going to be listening to is going to be, we're gonna, so it's going to take some imagination is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, we're looking forward to that and we're looking forward to bringing that to you and just want to say we're grateful and don't forget there's other bonus show goals too, Chris. Why don't you tell them what those are? Oh yeah, we still have two more to go. Um if you head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash guns and radio, um you can hit the follow button there. We're almost at our hundred and fifty uh, like slash followers goal there so head on over there guys press that button um, invite your friends share it over there we're eight eight away from hitting there oh, uh, 142 wow. as of this recording so eight followers away there on our facebook page uh, and once we hit 150 another bonus show goal crushed and another poll for you guys to vote on damn looks like we're gonna have and then of course you can also help us out by heading over to gunsandradio.com where you can join the Patreon page, where you get tons of exclusive content. Guys, we've got podcasts coming to our Patreon that are brand new that you can't get anywhere else, including, we're about to tape in just a few minutes, episode three of Getting Dizzy With It, which is our exclusive tribute to one Mr. Gizzy Gizzy. Dizzy Reed. Jizzy Reed. <laughs> Jizzy Reed. Jizzy Burrow. 
that'll be uh that'll be our next exclusive podcast we'll do a jizzy pearl show and we'll call it getting jizzy with it yeah we'll just recover the fives that we did with Steven Adler. <laughs> <laughs> that's a mighty gross sounding podcast you got but yeah, we'll be listening to more from Rock and Roll Ain't Easy, and our song of the week is Cheers to Oblivion, so that's coming up. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, that's available right now. And you get all of the episodes as soon as the edit job is done. Before the paint's dry, it goes out to Patreon, and you get to be one of the first people to hear it. Hell Yeah. And if you want to download shows and things like that, well, I have good news about that. MP3s are now free on Patreon. They come out the day the show releases to the public. So there's another reason to head over to gunsandradio.com and come join the party. Plus, we will call you and tell you thank you. So And you get a shout-out. Yeah. And exclusive merch. There's all kinds of things, reasons to go check out gunsradio.com. You got this video version as well. Oh, yeah. See, that's right. I wasn't even thinking about that. You get yeah, to see video versions of the pod. Caputo's got his GNR swag on. Yeah. This VIP exclusive uh, shirt for our big baller backers over on our page. That's right. It's a damn good shirt. I'm highly jealous of that shirt. Yes. <laughs> the hat though not yet available we may be taking orders for those in the future we'll see yeah we're working on getting merch uh together for everyone but as part of that process we're also getting merch together that is exclusive only for our uh our loyalty program on our patreon so gotta give them something man gotta give give the people oh yeah we're giving you a lot man the Get exclusive getting dizzy with it plus we've got uh pilots for some new shows that we're working on i know yeah. you got your vlogs and stuff on there dustin you're working on but we got um this is for the wrestling fans that are listen to our show as well um hopefully i think by the time this airs we'll have the pilot for the uh first uh episode i'm just fucking saying words now um <laughs> yeah the pilot for our sort of wrestling show that we're just working on just yeah. for shits whatever we're looking back at those. you know anniversaries of old events it's probably going to be a monthly thing maybe if we have time we could do it like bi-weekly but monthly for now at least for the time being we're just going to see what the reception is like if you guys like it then we'll probably do it a little more often Right, and the show is gonna. We are we sticking? Are we sticking with what we said we were gonna call it? At, or, or yeah, right now it's yeah, right <laughs> now it's Guns and Radio presents wrestling. Um, <laughs> I think it's okay for now. We'll see if anyone has we'll any other name ideas, suggestions. Let us know. Uh, give us give us a show on social media on our uh, Patreon there. Uh, let us know. Then maybe yeah. we can use your idea, and then we can have you on as a guest. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, with that, I say uh, we get into uh, the next thing on our agenda. Yeah, let's get right back into it. Let's get this review over with. Yeah, those good. 
hate to, man, that's going to be one of them hard episodes because we're going to want to just listen to the song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, I know. Interesting. It's, it's interesting. Is, is, it a good, is, it, is this like a new song Duff release or it's just like from his... Uh... Uh, it's from Walking Papers. It says on the, the video I'm looking at YouTube was 2017, it says. Yeah, it's from like a little oh. side project he had. For, yeah, he was I... on like two albums of theirs. Yeah, because I thought he was. Uh, oh, he wasn't. I thought he was in Walking Papers as like a permanent player. He, he was. was. Yeah, he was oh, like he was, a bassist. Yeah. But I think he left after like 2018 because of like GNR commitments and, and stuff. Roses. Yeah. Right. No, no, I thought it was good. Well, let's take some more. Yeah. Have you got listen. the Have you got the lyrics and the facts and stuff ready? I got lyrics pulled up. Yeah. Let okay. me know. Yeah. Well, uh, let's get to the chorus and then we're gonna dissect the first verse. Yeah. Man, this has either got a long build up to a course or I've gotten lost on the map. So Yeah. <laughs> so let's go with what we've gotten so far because if we let it go, <laughs> you know, don't want to let it play too long and yeah. overstep our bounds on that. Mm. We're gonna listen to the whole song, but I just don't want to do it all at once. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> let's read some uh let's read some of the lyrics, Caputo. All right, so we'll start from the first verse here. Um, Those girls weren't thinking about the weather when they decided what they was going to wear tonight. They curled their lips. Yeah, they huddled together on a curb outside a dive called the Satellite. Off to a good-sounding weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. If you're out there hustling on them streets. Damn straight. (laughs) Sounds like, yeah. They do their best to look unimpressed. They suck on cigarettes like cancer doesn't exist. One night only is what they suggest, if it's all right. Yeah, this is definitely about, like... <laughs> it, well, a, a red it, it, always, it always comes back to hookers with this fucking band. Have you noticed that? Everything GNR. And somehow we always bring it back to hookers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's drive back in. Now this has really reminded me of another band though. What band am I thinking of? Hmm. This ain't a trivia game. I'm just I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to see like who's it remind y'all of because it's, it's got a familiarity to the sound. Yeah, it does sound like Black Keys, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's like less crunch and distortion. Yeah. 
I really hope we got a badass guitar solo that we're building up to. I'm hoping for that. <laughs> it's an easy song to kind of vibe to. Breakdown beat. <laughs> yeah. Some nuts are stale. Do you guys play music too yourselves? I dabble. Yeah, I'm locked down. I, I wish. Uh, Chris, do you, do you play music at all? Yeah, I've played guitar for like years. Not as much as now, but here and there I still crank it out. Yeah, just like the last month or so, I was like, trying to get some like life balance because i've just i've been working so much on rock and roll stories i was like i should just go start learning to play guitar so i picked it up in the last month but it's i so i went to the music store and they have like a slash model it's like a really entry level les paul i don't know anything about guitars it's so hard I, to first it's hard yeah it's super it hard yeah. i play i play drums for a lot of years and i find drumming a lot easier than playing guitar yeah, I can't. I can't play a guitar. So if anybody can pick that up and be able to do anything with it, to me, they're much more talented than I am. Yeah, like I was. I was trying <laughs> to play the guitar. I've been using like Justin guitar online. That's what people recommended if you're starting. And uh, but when I'm playing, I can hear like this ringing sound from like the third string. And I'm like, there must be something wrong with my guitar. So I go to the guitar store, and like, <laughs> the guy basically said, "You suck," and you know, it's nothing <laughs> wrong with your guitar. Is really good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He called you. He called you. Yeah, he basically, say, basically, you know, in a nice way, said, you know, oh, it's just your technique. It's really bad. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he took the guitar and he played it. And it sounded like great. And he's like, no, your guitar is really good. And, you know, I haven't went and got a guitar teacher yet, just be with COVID and stuff. Um, so maybe in a couple months when things settle down, I'll go actually search out a guitar teacher. And just think, you'll get to tell that story on stage every night right before your badass <laughs> guitar solo. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because I've been trying to search YouTube, like find some easy G&R songs to play, and I haven't gotten that part yet. Yeah, I don't think I'd start there, bud. I'd probably start, start with I'd probably start yeah. with some CCR, maybe yeah. some Grateful Dead, just to learn the chords. And yeah, shit. guns are because I did find one video. It's like Slash is ten easiest riffs, and I can't play any of them. They're just way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> beginner. Yeah, pretty much. That's why a good GNR. God. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's a, it's hard to find a good cover band of this show. I feel like there's a lot of good ones out there, especially I'm lucky to have a few in my own home area. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but man, that's a brave band to cover because uh, when they stink, 
they stink. Right. <laughs> and if one element's off, they stink. Because it's like, I mean, I hate to sound, I know how this is going to sound. I really don't mean it that way. But it's like sometimes when you get like one where they don't speak English so well. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? Like, and then they're trying to do Welcome to the Jungle, but you know the words. And so it's like, oh. Well, it's funny because when you go on YouTube and you watch covers of like GNR songs, there's like a lot of like South American bands who do it. And oh, like yeah. the instrumentals sound really good, but there's something just like a little bit off with the vocals. Yeah. It's never quite <laughs> as good as what, you know, the original. Who was the, I guess it was Korean. Maybe it was a Korean game show. It was, or maybe Japanese, but it was Yosoi Axel Rose. Have you guys ever seen, do you guys know no. about I've never heard about this. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, well, someday we'll revisit that on the show then. And uh, and everything, but I highly recommend if you haven't looked it up yet, Yo Soy Axel Rose <laughs> is a, a beautiful video to watch for the oh GNR fan. Let's <laughs> go look that out on YouTube. I mean, like this kid is like his English is really bad, and and you ha- you hate to laugh at how bad his English is, but you can't, you know, you just. You can't help it. And then he's so good. Like he nails all of the vocals so yeah. perfectly. It's just that. And because of how good he is, that, 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 that gives it the comedy <laughs> that it has. All right. Let's see. Let's, let's kill off the song here. We got 30 seconds to go. Death on the Lips by Walking Papers. We yeah, have... I was never, I was never a big Black Keys fan. Like I like a couple of their songs, <laughs> but that seems like a more accessible version of Black Keys that actually, like a cooler version. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. so far they haven't disappointed yet. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't believe have the Walking Papers have had a bad song on this show yet. Not yet. I think we only covered like three or four of their songs so far, and they've all been like decent, at least like three and above for us. Yeah, Loaded had some stinkers, but I don't think yeah. Walking Papers Loaded. had. <laughs> no, Walking <laughs> Papers has actually been like a pretty like above average, like decent, definitely like playlist addable songs, if that's like the term. You know, stuff you want to listen to more than like you know three times. Oh yeah, well let's get into reviews. Let's give our final thoughts. And uh, Sid, we're gonna start with you since you're our guest. Now, what we like to do is we like to give our final thoughts on the song, what we thought about it. And then give it a rating between one and five. Uh, and well, sure. So I start with the rating first, or that comes at the very end. However you want to do it. You're free I'd probably give it a four out of five. I thought it was Whoa. it was like a cooler version of the Black Keys, I would say. like uh, I like the guitar work a lot better than, even though you're waiting for it for a while, I thought the solo was pretty good. And yeah, I like a, the song had kind of a swagger to it. I like that. No doubt, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Chris, do you want to go next or you want me to go next? Or you want rock, paper, scissors for it? No, I can, I'll, I'll roll next here. Um, it's not bad. I mean, it's a pretty good trend so far here on the show. Walking papers do some pretty decent, like, decent shit. I can't complain. You know, it's another it's another decent song. I feel like I feel like they really toe the line between, like, blues rock and that alt rock really well. And I'll give them that. I mean, I wasn't crazy about the solo, but I understand, like, that solo also sort of fits the tone and style of the song. So... 
I can give it a pass on that. Um, overall, it's decent. It's not bad. I'd probably listen to it a couple more times, maybe get a better feel for the song. Because, like, just off of first impressions, it's good. But maybe, you know, after a few more listens, it can be even better. But for me right now, I'll give it a solid three out of five. All right. Um, I'm going to be uh, the bad guy this time. Because uh, one of the things you both mentioned was the solo. And that's in my notes to talk about. Uh, but first, I want to say I was waiting on a, a banger of a course to come in, I guess, because we've got used to that. Uh, we, you know, we've been listening to a lot of uh, Slash's Blues Ball. Mm-hmm. Blues Ball lately. Yeah. yeah. And. <laughs> Not blue balls, you sick fuck. <laughs> we've been listening. We've been listening to that a lot, and you know, so I guess I, my expectation might be a little high. But um, the first off, the, the the course was kind of like meh, and I was like, okay, so that's not what they're building to. So it's like, okay, we got a long build up to what's going to be a nice bluesy, jazzy guitar solo. I was kind of expecting. And then I had to give what I got a thumbs down. And so it knocked <laughs> off points for disappointing me twice. Damn. But now you're right. It does got a good swagger to it. It makes good background music if I'm cleaning or hanging out with you guys and talking to somebody. Yeah. I wouldn't turn it off for that, but I wouldn't add it to my playlist. I feel uh, like if you went to like a, like a clothing store or something, it might be having it in the background. And you know what? I'd probably hum along to it if I needed yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't go seek it out on my iPod uh, or on Spotify. Just showed my age really bad, didn't it? Sorry, <laughs> uh, I, I still remember iPods. <laughs> Bring them back, damn it! <laughs> well, anyway, uh, my final grade is two and a half. I was in the three. I started out in the four star territory, and then I started moving. That first solo knocked. That first disappointed knocked me down to three, and then. <clears throat> The solo almost knocked it down to two for me, but it was able to keep my, my, I was able to vibe with it the rest of the way through. So it it ain't bad. It ain't bad. Let us know what you think though. Head over to discord, join the conversation for the guns and radio podcast. Give us your opinions. Tell us, did you like the song? Did you hate the song? Fuck you. Whatever you want to tell us. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, man, Seth, thanks again for coming on to the show, man. Do you have anything you want to say before we wrap up for the night? Um, no, just thanks for having me on. And, yeah, if you guys go check out Rock and Roll True Stories if you haven't seen it. And we do Guns N' Roses stories on it. I think, what was the recent? Oh, we did one in a million recently. That, that one. Oh. That, oh, you know what? When I first did it on GNR Central, nobody really, not many people, it wasn't controversial because maybe because it was all GNR fans. But when yeah. I did it on Rock and Roll True Stories, it was so funny. People are like, People accuse me of being a racist, and um, what else? Are they one person oh. accused me of being a racist. The other person accused me of being too PC. So I, I have it both <laughs> ways. Wow. Yeah, so it was kind of weird, but uh, I was really proud of that video. That I thought that was like, especially like finding like Sean Penn defended the band. There was some cool stuff in there. That, okay. uh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry about that. We had a sound effects mishap just now. <laughs> You're going to play Penn. it right now. <laughs> yeah, there was no. a song about Sean Penn writing, defending the band. And um, and then, yeah, we've got some more GNR coming. I was telling you guys earlier, like, we've got some mega GNR videos coming towards the end of the year. And um, I was going to ask you guys, did you guys get a copy of Matt Storm's book yet? I know some people uh, did. Like, uh, yeah, got, I got it when it leaked. Yeah, I got it when it leaked, too. And I, then I saw it's getting, like, a new okay. release date. Yeah, because I guess 
I don't know what happened with that, but it's I guess it's coming out now. Maybe yeah, I guess the I books guess COVID and... COVID kind of ruined it, but yeah. Um, you know, it's, I, the only thing I wanted to say is it's crazy that he's having a baby at sixty one years old or something. That's gusto, man. That's say, gusto. I know. You learn from the school of uh, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. That's I mean, right. Fuck. <laughs> Here I am, thirty-five, and can barely get it done. So good on him. <laughs> yeah, we just. Uh, I got a young daughter, and I'm thirty-four, and like, oh, I can't imagine being sixty-one and having the first kid. That's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so you got to remember, you're a rock star, so somebody else will fuck with raising them. That's right. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, thanks for having me on, guys. It was fun chat. It's fun to talk about something other than marketing all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's definitely you're welcome to come join us anytime you want. Just let us oh, know, yeah. and I don't care what we're doing. We'll have you on. Uh, but uh, do you guys want to spin the wheel and see what we're gonna, what song we're reviewing next week on the show? I almost it. forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> and be sure to head over to GN Extra where Caputo and I are gonna continue to be hanging out for a little bit, debriefing, kind of calming down after the such a good show. There it goes. Monkeys, Izzy. Monkeys by Izzy Stradlin. Ooh, more Izzy. Okay, you know yeah. what? I'm gonna give it. Uh, the word monkey cracks me up a lot, you know, because of Frieza. So, um. <laughs> I love it. You know, you know what I was talking about. I Good. think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Frieza. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's next week on the Guns and Radio podcast. Be sure to head over to GunsandRadio.com for more awesome content, and also get on YouTube and look up Rock and Roll True Stories if you haven't already. And uh, go subscribe, click that bell icon, and show our boy Sid some love for his awesome channel. Until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you here next Monday on Friends and Radio. Peace.